Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Alrighty then. Welcome. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN on a Thursday. All right, we have definitely spent some uh, serious time talking about the 716 and the 624, which doesn't even sound remotely right to me. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. The 624, it almost sounds un-American, as I said earlier. Now, um, you know how you guys really like the ghost shows that I do? That's good. That's that's very good. Now, don't get all excited because I want to do something that is kind of a ghost show, but it's not the kind where you're going to tell ghost stories. Okay? Now, what am I possibly doing? All right. Check this out. How many of you, how many of you have a haunted place in western New York, a haunted place in western New York, a place you have been where you say, okay, this is just plain creepy. This is just plain spooky. This is really weird. Now, what exactly am I talking about? Well, I shall explain. Um, Have you ever seen And I don't even know if it's still on TV because I'm all about Netflix and Amazon. But the Ghost Hunters show, anybody remember the Ghost Hunters show where these guys would go to various places that were allegedly haunted and uh, they uh, they, they would try to get evidence of a haunting, the Ghost Hunters. And one night, I will never forget this, they actually went to a restaurant that had claimed haunted experiences. I don't know if anybody remembers this episode, but they actually found out that the owners of the restaurant had rigged things in the restaurant so that it seemed like it was doing paranormal things even when it wasn't. They they actually found little things that the owners of the restaurant had done to make it seem as though they had a haunted a haunted place. And the reveal to the restaurant owners was one of the most scathing things I've ever seen on television. The Ghost Hunters guys telling the owners of this restaurant basically, hey, thanks a lot for wasting our time. Here's what we found. Here's the trickery we found. 
why would you have us come out knowing we're going to investigate and you basically are a fraud? Why would you do that? It was it was it was just it was awesomely cool. It was brutal at the same time. But let me just give you an example. Okay, how many of you? I have to ask. Now we're not talking. I I, I have to try to delineate here. We're not talking about the ghost shows that I usually do around Thanksgiving. Okay, this is a totally different kettle of fish. I'm asking you specifically about actively going out and investigating the paranormal. Actively going out and investigating the paranormal. Now, there are some places in western New York that I have heard are haunted, okay? One of them is Iron Island. The Iron Island Museum is supposedly haunted. I remember going there several Halloweens ago. I do not remember a feeling that the place was haunted or beset with weird spirits or weird energy. It was just a thing to do. I didn't, I don't know that I saw anything unusual at Iron Island. I think somebody sent me a picture once of a little boy, supposedly, who was captured on film or on SIM card, whatever, within the Iron Island Museum area. I've talked over the years with people who have done ghost hunting at a couple of local places. One of them is this old insane asylum called WBEN. It's the strangest thing. No, it's this old insane asylum called Rolling Hills. I have heard so many stories about Rolling Hills. I've never been there. I've been invited to be there, but I've never gone there, which I kind of regret, but understand um, the past few years have been, frankly, very, very difficult for me. And it's very, very difficult for me to make a plan and to stick with the plan in a lot of cases. So as a result of that, I try not to plan things too much in advance because I never know I never know what's going to go wrong that particular month. But I've heard rolling hills. I, you know what? I'm thinking about this. I don't think I've ever talked to anybody who did a ghost hunt at Rolling Hills who didn't have a story about something they had recorded at Rolling Hills. And one more, and I don't want to encourage this because you should not be walking around in this place without supervision. It's dangerous. You could die. But I have heard, and actually the Ghost Hunters did a program from there, the Central Terminal, Buffalo's Central Terminal, allegedly is haunted. As I told you, the Ghost Hunters, the professionals, if you want to call them that, the professional Ghost Hunters, they came to the Central Terminal and they recorded some anomalous sounds. Now, one of the things that I will explain to you uh, as briefly as I can it is electronic voice phenomena. And what that is, is you can hear voices in the background when there isn't anybody around to articulate those voices. Electronic voice 
phenomenon. Whenever I do a ghost show, I bring up what I captured at Forest Lawn. First time I ever went ghost hunting with a digital recorder. I got two amazingly high-quality electronic voice phenomena examples. One was a voice that said, blue flame, blue flame. And the other was a voice that asked, do you want me? And I played these on the radio station. They're as clear as a bell. Absolutely, that's what you're hearing, blue flame. And you're also hearing a female voice, apparently, asking, do you want me? So I wonder how many of you have actually gotten into this whole ghost hunting thing and where you've gone to ghost hunt and what kind of success you've had. How many of you, now we're not talking about a standard ghost sighting. Hey, I was sitting in my living room and I looked up and there was this lady in 16th century garb coming right at me. I don't mean that. I mean you actually went out on a quest for ghosts. And you tell me if you hit pay dirt or if it was an amazing waste of time. And one of the big industries in Gettysburg, believe it or not, is ghost walks. Ghost walks of Gettysburg. You literally could spend an entire two weeks at night on various ghost walks through Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. I've never seen a ghost in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, or anywhere else for that matter. But um, I have it. Uh, somebody I know who is uh, not somebody to tell tall tales knows um, retired law enforcement and reti- knows retired National Park Service Rangers at Gettysburg. And not on the record, but off the record when they're talking to other cops or they're talking to people they trust, off the record, these law enforcement people and these park ranger people at Gettysburg Off the record, they will tell you this place is absolutely 100% haunted. We have seen things and other trained observers have seen things that you simply cannot explain. So when you are talking about people who are trained observers, such as law enforcement people, such as National Park Service rangers who know the terrain of their assigned uh, uh, national park. They know what to look for. They know that, okay, those green eyes are probably a deer. Oh, that's probably a possum. That's probably a bear. They, they know these things. But they also say that Gettysburg is incredibly haunted. So those of you who have actively tried to ghost hunt Where did you do it, and did you meet with any success? Did you meet with any success whatsoever? Oh, but wait, but wait. There's one more that I have to throw in because it kind of ties into this in a very loose way, and I've been wanting to do the show anyway. It's been in my bag of tricks right here. It's been in my bag of tricks near death experiences. How many of you have had legitimate near-death experiences where you were told later on by medical people, you know what, we lost you, but we got you back? Or, hey, you stopped breathing, 
You flatlined. We were concerned about you, but we got you back. How many of you have had an experience like that? And what is it like? Now, I've been close to death on a couple of occasions, but I wouldn't call it a near-death experience. I wasn't floating around on the ceiling watching the doctors working on my body. I was there and conscious the whole time. It wasn't uh, paranormal. No, I didn't see Jesus. No, I didn't see Josh Allen. I didn't see, you know, I didn't see anybody. It was just uh, something that was happening in real time in the real world. So you tell me, have you ghost hunted, actively ghost hunted at a spooky place in western New York? What did you find in your ghost hunt? And how many of you have had real, spiritual, near-death experiences. 803-0930 is the phone number. 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone. 1-800-616-WBEN. This should be awesome. Is there anybody listening to my voice right now who has done the rolling hills thing? I have never spoken with anybody who has been to Rolling Hills on a ghost hunt, who wasn't totally and completely freaked out and blown away. I don't think it's possible to go to Rolling Hills and not have a paranormal experience. I've never been there, but maybe you can enlighten us. Maybe it was somewhere else where you went on a ghost hunt. How did you do? What are the genuinely haunted places in this area? Um, actually, a restaurant I frequent, the Creekview Restaurant in Williamsville, supposedly is haunted. But I didn't know until relatively recently it used to be a brothel. Back in like the 1920s, it was a speakeasy slash brothel, like something out of Boardwalk Empire. Let's go to Debbie in Buffalo. Debbie, you're on WBEN. Welcome to the show. How you doing, Tom? Yes, ma'am. I just want to tell the people... If something does happen to you, like say, like what happened to me, I got hit by a car and my body flew into the windshield and, you know, I, you know, I just, I, my soul popped out of my body and my body got thrown into the other side of traffic. You know what I mean? Thank God it wasn't busy, but I remember standing there, you know, and all of a sudden I realized oh, my God, this is what it's like to be dead. Everything was going on exactly as normal. Like, you you didn't, I didn't even realize I was dead at first. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, you know, maybe like two, three minutes and gone by. And then I realized, oh, my God, I got to go find my body. So I scanned the street real quick, and I found myself, and I jumped back in to myself. And I just want to tell people, if something does happen to them, try to search for your body and see if you can jump in. You might be in too bad of a condition that it might actually not be able to be possible. But there are possibilities that you can jump back into yourself. I need to know how you did this. When you say, I jumped back into my body, it's not something we do every day. Can you describe the technique? Um, it was just an like a, all I remember is, saying, wow, this is what it's like to be dead. And I was looking around, and everything was exactly like normal. Like, right, but when you found no, your body, what, what, how did you jump back into it? That's what I'm asking. 
I don't know. All I know is I, some some force. I I don't know. All I know is urgency came, and I I just jumped back in. I, I I don't know. All I'm telling you is that it really did happen, and just so people know that if if they something does happen, don't panic. Just go look for yourself and see if you can jump back in. And that's what I did, and and that's why I'm here today. Yeah, I'd be I'd be panicking. So where do you think you were between the time you got knocked silly and the time you said you jumped back into your body? Where were you? I, I was exactly where the place I got hit. I I my body my soul stayed pretty much you know within my my little realm there where I was. You know I didn't get I didn't fly too far. I only flew about. 20 feet and all I know is all I can tell you is maybe I'm here today to tell you people that it is possible to re-jump in and that's that's all I can tell you all right thank you uh thank you very much uh I don't know if anybody out there has had a near-death experience like that maybe you understand what she's saying more than I did because Okay, I can understand having feeling like you're out of your body. I can even understand looking for and finding your physical body. What I don't understand is how you would actually jump back into your body. That I'm a little bit I'm a little bit lost on that one, but I'm not look, I'm not trying to insult or demean. I just I don't know. I'm ignorant. I've never had this happen to me. So have you have you had a successful ghost hunt? What did you get and where did you get it? Uh, anybody have anything at Gettysburg worthwhile? I mean, a lot of you people like going to Gettysburg like I do, um, and I know from real authority figures that it really is a haunted place. Um, and also near-death experiences. What happened to you? Um, I've, I've never had one. Like I said, I've been close to death, but I never have been like uh, you know, floating away or, hey, go to the light, Tom, go to the light. I go to the light every day when I'm driving here to Odyssey Buffalo. I'm always heading to the light. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. mentioned this song the other night. That's bizarre. I mentioned the song last night at a bar. Good grief. Anyway, it's Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Okay, so it's not my ghost show, ghost show, but how many of you are into ghost hunting? How many of you seek out paranormal experiences at Rolling Hills or wherever? Did you find success at Gettysburg or locally? And how many of you have had a near-death experience. Now, I have been very close to death on a couple of occasions, but I did not have a near-death experience. If you under, It's not like my body left the room. I knew exactly what was happening as it was happening. It wasn't like I was looking down at my prone body in the bed uh, or my supine body, as the case may be. Uh, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. So where's Haunted in western New York? Here's Bob in Buffalo. Bob, you're on WBEN. Welcome. Hi. 
So I actually used to work at Fort Niagara as one of the guys that dressed up in the funny clothes and all that. And I'm kind of reluctantly calling in because we always try to focus more on the history and less on the ghosts. But everyone knows what happens there or happens there. And if you believe in ghosts, there's got to be something there, you know. Um, so one of the things we were tasked with was babysitting ghost tour groups that came through. And, you know, sometimes you just sit in the office and let them do their thing. But, you know, being the curious guy I was, I decided to tag along with one of them. And they were in the chapel of the French castle. And they kept asking questions. And they're asking them in English. Fine. And they had one of those little energy-o-meter things on the altar of it. And it's not doing anything. It's not doing anything for, you know, five, ten minutes as they keep asking questions. And I actually had my buddy there with me who also works there. And, you know, we were really into the French stuff. And so I turned to him and I was like, hey, you know, why don't we say something in French or something that would really kind of trip it up? And in old French and like Quebecois French now, their swear words are all like religious things, like in reference to the, um, the cave, the tabernacle, the chalice and all that. And so he said that pretty quietly, kind of like just so that only he and I could hear it. And I will tell you what, this little energy thing started going absolutely insane. And we looked at each other. We were like, oh, what? And everyone in the room was, like, freaking out. And we mentioned that we had said that. And they were like, oh, my God, that is so cool. And, blah, blah. and Yeah, that was my only real experience with anything haunted there. But Okay, okay, this this cool. is super cool. So just, uh, again, you're, you're accompanying these ghost hunters. They're in the chapel in the old French castle built back in the 1720s. Um, they're talking to whatever spirits are there in English. You say, well, this is kind of stupid. They really ought to be speaking French. Right. You start, you, you say a couple of things in French. Your buddy does. Next thing you know, the energy detector starts going through the ceiling. Yeah, like it was like in the red and everything or whatever it is. And I was like, oh, my God, this is. Well, I presume that they were trying to record the sound of uh, disembodied voices, those EVPs I mentioned before. Did they capture anything after you spoke French? If they did, I wouldn't really know because they, you know, had all the recording equipment. And after they left, you know, it's not like they sent us anything or any, you know, whatever. Now, you, you say that everybody knows what goes on at Fort Niagara as if everybody oh, yeah. knows what goes on at Fort Niagara. So as somebody who worked there, and I'm sure you were there before the touristy people were, what happens at old Fort Niagara? Well, you know, a couple decades, you know, centuries of war and whatnot. So there's, a, you know, a couple thousand dead souls, I'm sure, tripping around the grounds there still but um i thought it was funny the big ghost hunter show when they came to do fort niagara they actually researched or like tried to uh figure out the whole well story which um for those who don't know it you know there was a fight and some guy you know got it killed and to hide the body he threw the head in the lake ontario and threw the body in the well which we know is a fake story. It was invented in like the 1860s or something to get tourists there. And, uh, you know, it, you look into the story and it's 
who wouldn't notice a dead body in their water source? Well, I mean, exactly. I mean, that, that obviously, that's if, if you want to get rid of a body, throwing it into a well is pretty much the worst thing if you're trying to avoid detection yeah. of the body. People might notice an unpleasant aftertaste. Exactly. But I thought it was funny how they actually tried to, like, go after that story and not any of the, you know, Probably more legitimate ones around, but... Okay, well, yeah, speaking so. of old Fort Niagara, there's a room, the dungeon. And I remember being a uh, in elementary school, we took a tour, and the guide said, and if you look, you can see the blood from this prisoner who drove himself crazy and r- cracked his own skull on the stones of the jail cell. And I saw, up close, it was paint. Yeah. It's not blood, it's paint. more like... It's been renovated like eight times or probably way more than that throughout, you know, almost 300 years it's been around. Blood wouldn't be there. No, no. I mean, they they want to take luminol in it. I don't know. But I I have a question. Elementary school or something, they probably try to creep the kids out. Yeah, I I thought it was a bunch of hokum then. I think it's hokum now. But as oh, far yeah. as let me let me just give you a room at at in the old French castle at Fort Niagara and see if I get a reaction from you. Second floor, okay? You walk up the stairs, then you turn right. And then the final oh. door on the left, you go into that room. Anything unusual happen there to you? If it's the one I'm thinking, it's the one where you go left, where there's nothing in it. Right. Okay, yeah, then that one, I haven't necessarily felt anything weird there, but we do hear a lot of reactions from that room. Like, we've heard stories where, like, dogs refuse to even go into that room and everything, because allegedly it's, like, the most original room that's still there, because the floor of that was never changed um and it's right above the old powder magazine in the castle where you know they didn't really want to take that apart because it's just so sturdily built um so yeah that that one definitely has some energy there i'd like to say well see the reason I, i find it interesting that you know exactly the room to which i'm referring because one night many years ago uh we stayed overnight uh, at Old Fort Niagara, the castle at Old Fort Niagara, with this ghost hunter named Norman Gothier from Manchester, New Hampshire. He was one of the early um, EVP pioneers. And I remember having run of the castle. I remember walking into that particular room on the second floor, and then once you get to the second floor, you turn right, you go all the way down, then you turn left into the last room. I remember having a really weird feeling in that room. And I remember telling my brother about it, okay? And my brother is not a real superstitious guy, okay? I mean, he might believe in ancient aliens and things like that, but he is like I am. You got to prove things to me. I want to see evidence. And my brother made sure that I was talking about that specific room. And he told me that years ago, he had been in that room. He had looked up at the window, the glass in the window, saw the reflection of a guy dressed in an old French army uniform, turned around, there was nobody there in the same room that you and I have just been discussing. Hmm. Very interesting. 
So what are the chances there? You've got three people independently saying something is, uh, you know, play that funky music white boy going on in that room. Right. Yeah, and with those bedrooms, too, there was a story of when I believe it was the Americans that were there, one of the officer's daughters was sleeping in the bedroom and actually had um, supposedly a French ghost or aberration come into her room while she was sleeping a couple times like multiple times she reported this so yeah there's definitely some funky energy there uh very interesting of course the question is quantifying it measuring it capturing it and proving it well, of course uh thank you very much bob i appreciate hearing yeah, from you. you all right there's uh, bob who used to work at old fort niagara so if you're just joining us i know how you guys love the ghost shows that i do and I'm approaching it from a different angle today. I want to see how this one works. How many of you have actually been out on a ghost hunt? You know, your friend says, hey, let's get a bottle of wine, and then we're all going to do this ghost hunt at this place. Where have you been? Did you go to old Fort Niagara? Did you go to Rolling Hills? I've, it, it's a former insane asylum. I've never been to Rolling Hills. I've never done any ghost stuff at Rolling Hills. But everybody with whom I've ever spoken who has been to Rolling Hills on a ghost hunt comes back with unbelievable stories and taped evidence, or I should say audio evidence. Um, and interestingly, at old Fort Niagara, we were actually there with a, uh, uh, I mentioned the ghost hunter from New Hampshire. We were there with a film crew from Channel 2. And the Channel 2 equipment, I kid you not, picked up, this is back in the 80s, around 1984, picked up the sounds of footsteps and a door slamming. Footsteps and a wooden door slamming. There were no footsteps when that recording was made. There was no door slamming when that recording was made. I was there. I saw it. Just everybody went quiet for about 30 seconds, went back, listened to the tape, and you hear these footsteps and a door slamming. I couldn't believe it. Like, wow, this stuff is really happening. And also, have you had uh, a near-death experience? Have, I've been dying to do that, no pun intended, I've been dying to do that show for a while. A lot of people say they've had near-death experiences. I have not had a near-death experience I, as far as anything um, in the spiritual realm. My near-death experiences have all been uh, when I was uh, fully aware of what was going on. My body was, my, my soul was still inside my body, you know, whatever you want to say. I'm not, uh, but, but some of you, some of you have had some really, really interesting stories, and uh, I would like you to share them with us, if you would, at 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. How many of you have done ghost hunts and have actually come up with interesting stuff? And how many of you have had near-death experiences? And as far as the near-death experience thing is concerned, um, I've asked you this question before, but I haven't asked you lately, and it kind of ties into everything that I'm talking about. How many of you, how many of you legitimately have had contact with an angel or something you believe to have been an angel? A lot of people have. I have not. A lot of people have. 
800-616-0930, the phone number, star 930, the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. See, you guys are having all the ghost stories. I just talk about them. I never get any fun. Let's go back to the calls. It's uh, Mindy in Corfu. Mindy, you're on. One of my all-time favorite names. Mindy, I love it. Go ahead. Oh, well, thank you. Hi. Hello. Uh, thanks for having me on. Um, just a side note, I live kind of near Rolling Hills, and that's a pretty scary, scary place. I, I don't ever want to go there. But have you ever been crazy. there? I have when it used to be like an old consignment, like selling like, you know, vintage furniture and clothing and stuff like that. It was a long time ago, and you just got a weird vibe. But I've never been back when they've done the where you can watch movies or do haunted houses or do a ghost hunts and stuff like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. How big is uh, how big is Rolling Hills? Um, it's a good size. It's like um, it's like an L shape, but it's on like a corner, so it it looks like a V, but it's actually like an L shape. Um, it's got the basement and then the first floor. I think there's a second floor as well. It's a pretty big place. And all right, so you say that even before it was known for ghosts, you got a really weird feeling yeah. in Rolling Hills Asylum. Yes, yes. It looks, I, um, it looks, you know what, just looking at the outside of it in East Bethany, New York, it looks like a place that should have ghosts in it. Like, if it yeah. doesn't, the ghosts <laughs> have not been doing a good amount of house shopping. They should have used Jim Hoffman of Hunt Real Estate. <laughs> But I have done some ghost hunting um, at a place called Hinsdale. Uh, it's like south of Arcade. Um, it's a pretty creepy house just in the middle of nowhere. And um, we actually did a ghost hunt there. And on one of my cameras, we caught like a skull, like uh, like the head of, but it almost looks like a skeleton above somebody else standing there. Really? This yeah. is the haunted Hinsdale dandy? It's a house in Hinsdale, New York. McMahon Road? I think so. Is that ring, I don't ringing a bell? The, it's not ringing a bell. Well, <laughs> ghost, tours, ghost tours of the Hinsdale Haunted House. It's got to be the same one. So yeah, tell yeah. us about this skull. So we were on the second floor bedroom. All the lights were off. We were doing like a you know, EVP session. We were just talking out loud. And so I just was taking my camera and I was taking photos, looking for orbs, different things. And somebody was standing in a threshold and they're kind of like leaning up against. And then behind them in the room behind them, just above them, there's a skull. Like that's the only way to describe what was captured. You going to send me a picture? I can. It's on my phone. Tom at WBEN.com. Tom at WBEN.com. I uh, had a guy send me a picture of an alleged ghost at Forest Lawn. Put that up on Facebook. I still okay. don't see the figure, but other people say they do. <laughs> wow. Okay, I'll have to check it out, and but I'll definitely send that to you. So did you and get then, um, did you get any EVPs at the Hinsdale Haunted House? We did a couple because it was it was long. We did it was a midnight one, so it was like overnight. Um, we did get some. There was a a name that was called out. Um, there, and there were just like noises and stuff like that here and there, but we did catch, catch, capture stuff. Very cool. Very cool. And then we did one at Central Terminal years ago when they did it. We did a ghost uh, hunt there too. Did you get anything there? There was mostly like flashlight playing was really the only thing that stuck in my mind, like where 
flashlights would just randomly like flicker because we were asking them questions and saying, okay, flick it, you know, turn it on and off twice for yes, once for no. Um, whether or not that, you know what I mean? That's kind of sketchy to me because I don't know if that's just like, you know, a battery dying or anything like that, but yeah, there's all capture anything good there. All kinds of explanations. Now the big ghost hunter show, they did, they did a, an episode at the central terminal. I think they hit pay dirt with, uh, was it footsteps, voices? They got something there. I don't recall what it was. Yeah, but they got to go up into like the offices and stuff like that where we were more just mostly on the first level. But they've been everywhere. Iron Island is haunted, and Margin Manor. Um, I didn't feel anything at Iron Island, man. I'm so sorry. I feel the I, yeah. I, I, I'm like ghost repellent. I think. Um, thank you kindly. I appreciate the call, beautiful Mindy. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Thank. Thank you. Anybody remember the old restaurant from the 1970s? Mindy's Wine Cellar. Anybody remember that in the Northtown Plaza, I think it was? Used to sound like such a cool place. They used to advertise on all the Sabres games. And I always wanted to be a grown-up and just go to Mindy's Wine Cellar. It just sounded like such a cool place, such a cool name for a joint. All right, we'll take more calls coming up after the news at 5 o'clock. All right, Haunted House in Hinsdale, Rolling Hills, Fort Niagara. Um, I know that there's lots of places supposedly haunted in this area. And again, folks, I've never seen a ghost. I've captured EVPs. Uh, if you've captured EVPs, I'd love to know. Um, and, and Gettysburg, as I've said, Gettysburg, according to trained law enforcement people and National Park Service rangers, mostly retired because they don't want to be sent in for a psych eval, they will tell you that Gettysburg is absolutely haunted. It is brimming with ghosts. I've seen some fascinating videos from Gettysburg, which are some of the best ghost videos I've ever seen, if they're true, if uh, un unless they're fabrications, and I don't know. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.